Yakovets is a true 21st century criminal who, with the stroke of a key and the click of a mouse, committed cyber crimes across the globe. He's earned his place on the FBI's list of the world's most wanted cyber criminals. Oh my God. <laughs> How's it going, and American Starfish? I, I'm just cracking up here looking at this guy that we're about to talk about. So, everyone, today we're going to talk about Russia today. Ooh. I know. That's everybody's favorite topic right now. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, because we know it's one of the leading countries in the world of fraud and deceit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really. So, that just seems to run rampant. And their names, too, are just always so fun. You know, like Artem Lifshitz. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, we all know how they're funding this war now, all these scams that they've been running. Well, and honestly, I feel like the way the government is in Russia, Putin's made it so he kind of protects these people, but then he can kind of distance himself from them too. Like if they're caught or like brought up in other Mm -hmm. countries, like he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I have nothing to do with it. I don't know. That's always his answer to everything. It's a pretty good way to get out of things I'm starting to figure out. You know, it's like Trump, just Teflon Don, just always saying, I deny, deny, deny. I didn't do it. That's what Putin seems to do, too. Just say, I don't know what this is. You can't accuse me of anything I'm just completely unaware of. Because they are like layers down. But you know they're working directly for him. Yeah. There's no way they're not. I mean, who we're talking about today is uh, Maxim Yakubets. Fun. And he looks like a troll doll. We're going to put his picture up. <laughs> That's what I was laughing about. <laughs> Crazy hair. <laughs> if you like do this to it, you know, you like mess it up. And I wonder if it goes I know, all crazy. Right? Like, the, like, remember when you put him on the end of your pencil in grade school? <laughs> oh my gosh i used to laugh hysterically at that my sister had one and i would just <laughs> spin it and then Poo! oh man he does he looks just like it anyway i mean i shouldn't laugh because I, I really do hate these people a lot but it just sucks that they're able to do these types of things and i want to talk about the war for just a second to just give people mm-hmm. kind of an overview, I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard about it. People have done a lot of their own research out there. But really, this war is basically about energy. What happened was Russia used to be this whole big like USSR thing. The Soviet Union mm-hmm. is what it used to be known as until the 90s. So when all that kind of unraveled and fell apart. So the Ukraine used to be part of Russia. So they were part of the USSR. And... The Russians had already built all these oil pipelines that run through Ukraine and supply a lot of European countries with energy, right? So that's why we're seeing all these like price wars on gas is because Europe's getting pressured right now. Like some of the countries in Europe, it's quite a bit like a high percentage that they rely on Russian energy for. So it's a big deal. So ever since Ukraine's like become its own republic, its own democracy, it's hurt Russia quite a bit because all of their pipelines have been running through there. And then if we remember in 2014, Russia took over Crimea. 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 Crimea, yeah. Which is a little Mm -hmm. island off the coast of Ukraine. And there's a lot of like natural gas pockets and all sorts of things. So of course the Russians wanted that so that they could tap into that energy. But the Ukrainians made it very difficult for Russia. They put like a bunch of, I want to say they stopped the water from trickling into that to make it harder for people to live and work Hmm. there. 
like they have control over the water and that kind of stuff. So of course now Russia wants to take that back because they feel like it was their land to start with. So that that's why they're so upset with everything. The other thing is, obviously when you have such an oppressed country, your population goes down, right? People aren't wanting to have mm-hmm. kids. I mm-hmm. mean, if I was living in an oppressive country like that, it's like, <laughs> would you want to bring a kid into that world? So... <laughs> I don't think you would want to have kids in any world, but right. yes, yeah. especially Russia. <laughs> I would say so. You know, like they're kind of, it's probably yeah. not a great place to be. Uh, it doesn't sound like, I mean, this is stuff that's been going on for hundreds of years. Everyone's always been yeah. afraid of them. Remember the KGB? Like everyone was always afraid that families would be taken in the middle of the night. It's kind of like cartel warfare yeah, type of stuff. Right. You know, if the government decides that you're wrong, they're going to come get you. So... I think Putin enjoyed being a powerful person. He's a classic narcissist. You know, everything he says, he flips it back on everybody else's is the enemy. It's not never him or never anything he's doing. And when Boris Yeltsin left and he took over, I think he was like, we're going to take Russia back, make Russia great again, you know, because during the Cold War, we had to run everything through Russia. Right. Just to make sure we didn't piss them off and... He liked that. And he's like, we need that back. And then, of course, he wants all the land back because he wants control of as many people as possible and as many resources right. as possible. I think Russia used to be the biggest producer of oil in the yeah. in the world yeah. until recently. And, and now it's the United right. States. Yep. So, so that's kind of why we're seeing such a big issue with Ukraine. And honestly, I think if Putin waits any longer, he's not going to have enough soldiers to do it. Yeah, I hope so. Right? And I think that's why he had to do it now, because right now he has the means to do it. Whereas if he waits longer, he won't have that ability. So, yeah, well, and also with Ukraine trying to get into NATO, he's afraid. I think he's afraid anyway, or this is his excuse. Who knows what's going on in this man's mind? He's such a madman. But I think he uses as an excuse to say, okay, now NATO countries are right up against me. And it's ticking me off and I don't want you guys that close because what are you going to do? You're just going to try and come and get us now. And it's like, no, not unless you do what you're doing, you dip. So (sighs) either way, I think he's just power hungry. He's just an angry, power hungry man. And I think, I don't know, I don't want to speak too ill, but I really hope somebody in his country takes care of him. I know. (laughs) Let's just say that. I mean, it's just one of those awful, like evilly ran countries and he harbors uh-huh. a lot of criminals in his country, like because of, because of the laws mm-hmm. that he has. So that's why we see people like Artem Lifshitz and this guy, Maxim Yakubitz. These are smart young people that he's recruiting to basically terrorize people online and steal money from them and steal resources, whatever he can get. And I think that's a lot yeah. of where this money has come from that Russia's getting since they haven't been able to monopolized with the energy because of Ukraine. Yeah. So in and of itself, it's just just a really crappy situation for basically the rest of the world. Yeah. So I'm just happy. Finally, I think people are starting to see it, even the Russians, because they've been propagandized for so long. I mean, we actually got like hits on our podcast from Russia for the first time in the last month. So it's like, yeah, I think people are has this not been available yeah. to you guys or what? People <laughs> you know? are starting to realize that this is BS. We're being oppressed like, yeah. by these people. And that's what I love about yeah. this that we haven't seen in the past. You know, when we had like the world wars, it was like just 
nobody really analyzed what the real underlying reason behind it is or what the leaders were doing. It's like they weren't going after Hitler right away. And now it's like, yeah. well, we know that yeah. Putin's a bad person. So, Right. I mean, it's like a text definition of narcissist. It's, it's like you're, you're supposedly not supposed to do that to people that you've never actually sat down with, say, oh, you're a narcissist. But there's so much evidence that he is. Right. <laughs> it's undeniable. I mean, if any of you have ever seen the movie Unfit, it's just a really good documentary about how you can diagnose somebody you've never met because in this day and age, all the video, all the audio, all of the behaviors that we see is probably more than you would see of somebody who you were actually sitting in a room with for an hour once a week. So as a therapist, you really can say, no, no, this guy clearly has narcissism, malignant narcissism, even. Um, it's about Trump, but it, sh it shows the very similar, like, I don't think Trump would ever do anything like no. this this evil. I don't think Trump is evil. I think he's more like just so self-involved, you know, just so it's like, he's almost like a hurt puppy or something. I right. feel like sometimes I'm just like, oh, you're just like an angry little kid who can't get his way. It reminds me of my toddlers, yeah. you know, <laughs> but like Putin, he's like evil. He genuinely, legitimately is like Hitler. Oh, yeah. I you mean know, he does not want anybody to be in power, but him, he thinks he knows best for yeah, everybody. The whole, the whole uh, world. Ugh. Worst kind of oh, narcissist. Yeah, yeah really bad Scary. stuff. And yeah. just shady people surround this man, like, all the time. All the time, and right, it, it's right. It's like he's just trying to be right. this world terrorist, is what it feels like. Like, I'm going to make everyone afraid of yeah. Russia. That's my goal. Because people, oh, I mean, yeah. people are still afraid of the KGB to this day. Like, oh, they yeah. were so, so many members of their families were killed in the middle of the night. I mean, it's like cartel-level stuff. And Putin yeah. is. He's an evil person. Like, he bombed a bunch of hospitals in Ukraine for no reason. Ugh. You know, like, where women and children were. Like, he does not give a shit about people. No. Or his own people, for that matter. And oh, yeah. Be, no, no. He just, he just wants to be, be in nice control. It'd be nice if, like, the country would wake up a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they have to be. I mean, they're communicating more with people. And I know that, like, Google and some of the tech companies and... I don't know, some of the hackers, I just, I hope that they tear down some of those walls to allow people to really understand what's going on, because they've been lied to. So they thought they were going to save Ukraine. I mean, give me a break. You guys are just totally deluded. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure probably just like North Korea, where everything is very controlled, What whatever uh -huh. they put on um, any of their media outlets, it's all very controlled. Like nobody can just go look freely on the internet and get their own information. You know, yeah, yeah. We think our speech is, uh, our media is in trouble. I mean, I'd rather have this than one state-controlled media. Oh, That's terrible. Yeah, it, it's just, it causes so much um, disinformation. And it just yeah. makes people yeah. believe things that are just not even true. And it's dangerous. Truly yeah, it's Orwellian. Very dangerous, you know, yeah. stuff. So I kind of hope yeah. that Russia gets put in its place, honestly. I mean, oh, we can only me hope. too. Like, I me too. can't imagine what would happen if they overtook all of Ukraine and kept going because they would. They will. They yeah. probably will. I mean, I'm surprised Ukraine is doing yeah. so well. And I think NATO is probably saying we really don't want to start a third world war here over Ukraine. And we're really sorry. Um, if Ukraine can hold its own. Awesome. And I know this is very unpopular opinion, but I just can't imagine NATO engaging right. over this. Because it's like... It's really an it's an energy thing Oof. between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, that's all that it is. Mm -hmm. It's Putin wants that back because it was giving him money. 
in power. Yeah. So yeah, that's the only reason he's doing what he's doing. That's just the bottom line. So it just sucks. For yeah. Ukrainians and the rest of the world, really. Like in the, in the European countries, yeah. are, their hands are tied too, because if they have 40% of their energy coming from Russia, it's pretty hard to cut that off to all their citizens all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, somehow these companies are managing to make record profits still despite all right, of this. That's another so subject. You, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just like, what is really going on here? You know, it's just always, that's how it always feels is like, wait a minute. <laughs> If really they are producing that much energy and yet somehow these companies are making all these profits, then something sketchy has got to be going on. Right. But I don't know how long it'll take before we figure all that out. So it's just kind of a no-win situation here with this. But we are going to talk about this Maxim Yakubets today because this is kind of how... I think Russia gets a lot of their funding for the things that they do is with people like this. Mm -hmm. They get these Mm -hmm. young guys from a young age. They're made into these like internet soldiers, I guess is what I'll put that as. Putin cyber youth. Yeah, like it sounds kind of familiar (laughs) to Nazi Germany to tell you the honest truth. Yeah, right. Right. Hitler youth. So yeah. um, anyway, so he's grooming these young men. So this guy was a member of this evil corp is what it was called. Um, which it's like, well, duh. Well, that's, could you come up with something more original than evil corp? (laughs) Right. We are an evil corp. (laughs) That's what we do. So yeah, he basically was, he's a computer hacker that he stole like a hundred million dollars. So he's, he lives, you know, pretty well off. He, he obviously can't go too far outside of Russia. That's the thing. Like once these guys do this stuff, you know, they're wanted everywhere else all over the world. So they're pretty much. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Well, they made their bed. Right. So this guy, Yakubets, he was charged like on November 13th of 2019. So a few years ago. Charged here in the United States. Yeah. We'd have to get him extradited to actually kind of just like artificial shits. You know, they're just like this group of people that unless like the whole world goes after russia i doubt world will ever see these people and even then they'll Mm -hmm. probably just go into hiding like in saudi arabia or something like that so they always seem to have their ways out of stuff right especially if they stole all this money now they have all this money to get away and so basically he's like the most wanted hacker in the world this guy because like wow he just got away with all of this stuff it's crazy He's has close ties to the Federal Security Service, the FSB, which is like the modern day KGB of Russia. Mm. They're basically a security force, basically, that took over the KGB, which they're probably still the same thing. So Yeah, um, right. <laughs> we need to yeah, rebrand yeah. them. That was probably what Putin said. We're going to rebrand. Mm-hmm. So now it's the Federal Security Service instead of the KGB. Yeah, right. right. Whatever. We still we know yeah, what it yeah. is, dude. As long as you're in charge. (laughs) So, and of course, like, you know, everyone's terrified of the KGB, so they're going to be terrified of the Federal Security Service. So, anyway, so he's, uh, yeah, so Maxim, he started doing this in May of uh, 2009. He led the hackers behind the evil corp to assault the bank accounts of victims across dozens of countries. So, basically, they were using a evolving malware called Bugat. And the criminals siphoned money from citizens that had no idea. They did it for about 10 years before it it was like some people were shut it down. I don't know if it was the U.S. government that did that, but I'm sure they played a role because I know they watch these type of people. Yeah. As soon as they get the malware, they can probably build something to to block it. But 
Yeah, so they would basically convince email users to click on a malicious link in a phishing email to download their malware. So, oh, yeah. so simple. Oh, so very simple. simple. And then so once the Bugat was installed on their computer, it would employ various techniques to steal the user's personal information in an automated manner. So, um, yeah, it would just like totally hack in like an antivirus into the computer. And when you were putting in to get into your bank, it would probably, you know, something would pop up and it would steal the login info. And then therefore it was stealing money from people. So yeah, once you give your login for your email, I mean, you're pretty much SOL because it's connected to so many things and and they can use it to verify all your accounts. I was thinking about it. Like if you think about your email as like a central repository for your whole life, basically, they see all the kinds of accounts you have. So if you have a certain kind of bank, they can look for it in there and find it, go to there, use the same login information. It's probably going to work or use it to verify the login information. It's just scary how easy it is yeah it's pretty easy to steal if you know how to do that Mm -hmm. basically they're just software engineers that are building programs to steal Mm. people's identities and information to get their money so then they allegedly use these people known as money mules to receive the stolen funds into their bank accounts and then they would move the money into other accounts or withdraw the funds and transport the funds overseas as smuggled bulk cash yeah wow yeah So some crazy, crazy stuff. They victimize big banks, a school district, private energy and construction companies, and even a firearm manufacturer. These assaults happened as recent as March 2019. Apparently, Evil Corp was also in the franchise business, so they gave UK residents access to Bugatti in exchange for $100,000 up front plus 50% of all revenues, with a minimum take of $50,000 a week. And then they offered technical support (laughs) on top of that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh I my know, goodness. Right? Like it just it just keeps oh. going. Yeah. So so finally in December of 2019 the FBI indicted Yukabets on the same day. The state department in partnership with the FBI announced a reward of up to 5 million for information's leading to the arrest or conviction of him, which of course we all know that's never going to happen. Yeah, right. Um, He's still oh, on the yeah. most wanted yeah. list. So in the same month, he was indicted for the Bugat conspiracy. Another criminal complaint connected him to the Zeus malware scheme. And that Zeus malware was also employed uh, money mules and a botnet. Oh, yeah. Of course they were. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, they allegedly victimized banks, companies, nonprofit organizations in Iowa, California, Illinois, Massachusetts, Kentucky, North Carolina, Maine, Washington, New Mexico, Texas, and Ohio. That's a lot. Jeez. Yeah, and this is the right. Zeus malware, which is like separate from the evil corp that we're talking about. So the Zeus malware facilitated the attempted theft of about $220 million USD. And actual <laughs> losses were around $70 million from victims' bank accounts. So it's just... You know why? It's because we click on things so right. easily. I think I mentioned that I used to have a boss that was a CIO, like a chief information officer, like a technology guy. And we were working for this company. And one time we got these emails that were clearly phishing. The emails were like, hey, can you call me? So then they'd get our phone number. So they'd give us a phone number and say, and they claimed to be the CIO. Hey, or the CEO. Hey, call me. I have a special request for you. And it makes you feel right. all special. And so like somebody I knew, one of my employees actually... <laughs> called them and they said hey you need to go over to king supers and buy like 50 dollars worth of gift cards or 500 some huge amount it was a lot it was hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards and then mail them to us and 
I know, it was that simple. And so he realized it right after he bought the cards. Wait, what am I doing? I don't know that this is the CEO. Why didn't I run this through my manager? Like the whole thing was just so obvious if you sit and think about it for a minute. But he was just so elated because that particular CEO is really friendly with everybody and wants to meet everybody when they're new. And so he had actually met them and was like, oh, this is a friendly thing. (laughs) And I was just like, I am so blown away by how simple the scam was and how easily they were just about to steal like $500 from you. And he was he was mortified, oh, yeah. just completely. I think the first step was actually to email them back. So then immediately you were already engaging with them. Just even like my boss said, don't click on it. Don't even open it. If you don't know who it's from, don't open it. Don't click on it. If they seriously need to get a hold of you, they will find a way if they are a legitimate person. But if they're not... We just got an email from a scammer, probably. And I was like, I'm not replying back to this because I feel like even engaging with the email at all, it just creates the situation. I know. Ah, And it's so easy to get duped by that, you know, because like I've been in, in places where, you know, like I'll pick up my phone if I'm expecting a call let's just say from the dentist office or something and this other mm-hmm. spammy call comes in and I accidentally answer it and like mm-hmm. god forbid it's like about what you're waiting the phone call to be and I'm sure that's happened to people before right. where they're calling to get their health insurance or something and then this scammy health insurance number calls them and they think it's like this other company and then they're giving them all their information I'm sure that's happened before too totally so, all this totally. kind of stuff and and hackers like Yakabet I mean that's what they live for obviously and of course he's working with the fsb so he's in the russia's intelligence (laughs) agency so Mm -hmm, of course mm -hmm. he's somehow tied to putin i bet putin could say i don't know i don't know who these people are because that's what he does oh yeah god that is exactly what trump says i'm sorry i hate to draw the parallels but it's so annoying oh i've never met them before they work for you they're part of no you know who they are. You you damn well oh, know yeah. who they are. You know exactly what they can do and you exploited it yeah. for your own good, for so, your own and use. And I'm sure Putin's you know. been working on this war for years, obviously. Like, that's probably yeah. his only oh, focus. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to take back right. Ukraine and then I'm going to take over the world and everyone's going to listen to what I do because I'm mm-hmm. so special. Yeah, it's like, I feel like they're almost like a dad who just feels like they know best all the time. Uh. It, that's the vibe I get. Is like, is like somebody who's like, just let me take over. I'll do it all. I know best. I can handle the whole world. <laughs> I, I make the best decisions for everybody. You know, it's like, who, who are you? I don't want you to make decisions for me. It's part of the narcissism. If only people listened to me and did what I said, we would all be better. But it really only benefits right, them yeah. because they're thinking of how it would be a better world for them. Right. They don't care about anybody else. But they're saying, like, if you put it in my hands, don't worry, I'll take care of you. You know, I'm sure that's how he got in with everything. I mean, there's all sorts of things been written about how he got into power in Russia and hacked the voting system there. Doesn't that sound familiar? The guy's just a shady asshole. Like, all the yeah, way around. Yeah, he is totally an oh, yeah. autocrat. Yeah, just a creep. total creeper. Yeah. And these are the type of people that he has working for him. It's all these hackers that meddle in all sorts of different countries' business. That's what Russia likes to do. They like to be all over the yeah. world and meddle in everyone's business. That's what they do. Right. And 
Right. They want people to be afraid of him. Well, and I've heard I've heard this argument that why did he wait for Joe Biden to be in office to invade? And why did he invade Crimea when Obama was in office, but not Trump? And I think a lot of it has to do with Trump was friendly with him, didn't want to be in NATO either, you know, wanted to pull the United States right. out of NATO. And he was like, yes, this is the kind of person I want in power in the United States. Just really got me thinking, like, why would he want Trump as president? Because they deployed all this is what Artem Lifshitz did. If you guys go listen to that episode, Artem Lifshitz, they deployed all these bots uh, that were anti-Hillary. So he specifically did not like Hillary because he knew Hillary knew what he was up to. And also he liked Trump because Trump was friendly to him and was going to also take himself out of NATO. And then it kind of made sense to me. Like, okay. I see. And obviously, he always plays mind games. Like, he wanted everybody to think it was because, well, Biden's in power and he's a weak person. So I'm going to take over right now because I know he won't do anything. But I don't know what Trump would have done either. I don't know why it's so tied to the United States. I think he's jealous of us that we're in power and he's not. You well, know, yeah. that's got to be it. He, well, he wants why... to be in power again and he's annoyed well, yeah. with the and United I, States. Honestly, that's what he wanted. And yeah. honestly, he could have probably rolled right over Ukraine if Trump was in power, possibly. And then. Well, Trump tried to take away their funding. This was the whole impeachment was about. And everybody's so confused right. about what it's about. Trump tried to, because the United States gives Ukraine and other countries money to become a democracy, but they have these very specific criteria for what you have to do in order to get the money. You have to show that you have a free and fair election. You have to show that you have certain policies in place, whatever. And so Trump was saying, I'm not going to give you this money, which he's not allowed to do. I mean, yeah, he's the president, but technically Congress has to approve this, not him. I mean, there are some mechanisms in place that could have made it possible. But anyway, he said, I'm not going to give this money to Zelensky unless you start looking into Biden. And the reason he wanted to start looking into Biden is because Biden was going to become his political foe, obviously. And he obviously lost against him in the long run. But that, I mean, he obviously wasn't going to support Ukraine the whole time. He was going to take the money from him in the first place, which is exactly what Russia wanted. You know, it just blows my mind that people don't see these connections. I mean, I might be missing something, but I just feel like, oh, gosh, this is so clear to me. But I've never been a fan of Trump, though. So I feel a little like maybe I'm just seeing something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's just. It's just really hard to know exactly what people are doing and why they're doing it. But I think we do know why Putin is doing what he's doing. He wants the power. He wants to be in charge of Europe. Yeah. He wants to take over all of Europe and he wants to take over as much as he can. Yeah. He wants to be a yeah. world power. Like that's all he wants. Yeah. He's like embarrassed for Russia that they're not in charge anymore or ever. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> you know. And he plays on people's fears. Like that's what he does. Like he's very good at that. Yeah. You know, scaring I'm sure he scares yeah. the shit out of all of his people all the time. I'm sure he terrorizes right. these poor Russian people, you know, with right. all of his crap. <laughs> like if you don't give us all of your money, we're going to kill your family. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I imagine him having a button by his desk where it's just like the floor opens, you know. <laughs> right. And like people fall yeah. through. <laughs> If you go meet with him, you yeah. are dead now. You didn't listen to me. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> My Putin accent isn't that great today. I haven't been listening to him that much. I can't even I stand the sound yeah. of him right now. I'm like, ah, oh, you're such an evil fuck. Yeah. I hate yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, oh, wow. so Maxim now, he's living a nice, lavish lifestyle. Ugh, I knew he, that was coming. He's got didn't the even have to tell me. He's got the ladies, <laughs> the mansions. <sighs> He's got it all in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of course. 
the Ukrainian war takes them out. I don't, I don't know. It'll be a very interesting year to see what happens. I'm sure that we'll be talking about. But mostly, honestly, that's how they got most of their funding for this war is like by scamming the rest of the world. Yeah, I was really curious about that. Where did they get all this money? And then as we were going through these stories and learning more about these scams and realizing just how many of them are involved in that area or specifically aligned with him. I mean, there's probably a handful more stories that we have of the United States indicting people from Russia for doing crimes against the United States to steal money specifically just makes you think, oh, that's how they got it. Right. You know, oil production. Yes. But also any other way in which they could because they had like $600 billion just sitting there waiting for this big war. So this is maybe just scratching the surface of that pile of money. But I feel like I hope what's happening is that we're using their resources against them by shutting it all down. Like you can't have access to your money. And I don't know. I feel like I am putting way too much weight in these hackers that are going to basically turn the tables on him. This anonymous group. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard about this. The anonymous hackers. Yeah. I'm like, please, please shut it off. Steal it back. I don't care. Do what you got to do. Get them to be completely decimated. I don't want the Russians to have to suffer for it, but his power's got to be taken away. He is, no, this this, can't keep happening. This world crap needs to stop. Right. And especially with like, Bulgaria oh, getting involved just, now. I'm like, oh my goodness, what, what are you guys is doing? Like, over there, you know, and like, oh my god, right. you know, I just, it's awful, I, and I feel bad yeah. for all the people that are stuck in these situations, and all the innocent people that have died, right? Which is really shitty part yeah. of the casualties yeah. of these horrible wars. It's like, but you know, have we learned nothing from the world wars? Like, we're still doing this kind of shit. I am just always shocked that this is what we reduce ourselves to. I mean, it's it's actually kind of as like a computer nerd myself, it's actually kind of making me happy that we're fighting a cyber war instead, because at least there's not casualties as much that way. Right. You know, you're not physically having to put up arms and, and fight, you know, because always with a regular type of war like this, there are innocent casualties. Always. Yep. You know. I mean, what in the hell did these poor people do to him? Nothing. Yeah. So just go fuck yourself, Putin. I hope that this ends very badly for you. Yeah. Bigly. I hope hope it all implodes on this man because he's a world Mm -hmm. evil. Like he's just an evil man. Mm -hmm. He doesn't deserve his role and should never Mm -hmm. be in a, Mm -hmm. in a role of power. Like people like that, they should just never be in those roles. Yeah. He'll join the ranks of the evil tyrants of the oh, of yeah. history yeah for Hitler, sure Mussolini yeah. Stalin mm-hmm. well and it's mm-hmm. like that yeah. country it's for hundreds of years this country it's all been ruled by fear hundreds of years yeah. we're talking maybe it's just because it's so cold up I there everybody's just so grouchy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell is it Russia I feel like they're just really big and so they feel like maybe their landmass should give them more power or something I don't know there's just something about them it's just a crazy part of the world i don't know very different that was a great story and a really sad story also yeah so So, that's where we are prayers for the people in the ukraine with you yeah thanks everyone for listening to real talk don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen we look forward to having you on our next one